Welcome to the Life's a Pitch podcast, the show where we pitch the best movies that will never get made. I'm Tom McGrath. And I'm Matt Turner. This is the podcast where we ask you, the listener, to give us a title of a movie that doesn't exist. Yet. We then collaborate to create a pitch for that movie, complete with casting, story beats, and sometimes even marketing. Without further ado, this week's main feature is... Bongus! <laughs> Come again? You heard that? You heard me? You heard me the first time? Bongus. No, I need you to. Re- yeah, but but bong bong bongus. Okay. Um, bongus. <laughs> oh, it's a Rowan Atkinson movie. I see. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and Sorry. this is, I'll remind you, a family movie. Yeah. A, a family. We're doing. We're doing movies. Featuring or for that, families. Do you know what? That makes it easier, and I'll tell you why when we get there. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm really glad. I want, I'm 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 hoping that that yep. idea percolates and is is sort of like sits at the back of your sort of clam like brain into a pearl of narrative. Doesn't need to. I've, I've come up with the whole thing already. That there, okay. listeners, is the voice of Dave Bulmer. Welcome back to the show. Hello there! It's the, uh, not the usual voice of Dave Bulmer, actually, because I've lost my voice a bit for reasons unknown. I don't seem to have a cold or anything, but I've just oh, randomly no. lost my voice. So I'm uh, all presumably sexy your CEO today. duties. Uh, what, sorry? Oh, sorry, well, I was being, presumably... oh, sorry, I was being sexy. Say that again. <laughs> uh, presumably, um, your CEO duties, uh, you know, take, yes. take a, a strain on your voice. That's correct, yes. The, this, that's what this is. This is my CEO voice. I'm Hello Fellows. I am in charge of you. So, as Matt said, we're doing family movies. Um, thank you, Dave, for coming on the show again. Uh, the title this week, Bongus, was given <laughs> to us by Riley on Twitter. They found us... At Life's a Pitch Show on Twitter, you can go there. You can also find us on facebook.com forward slash Life's a Pitch Podcast. If you want to give us your titles, we need them. We need them. <laughs> we, we do need them. We, we literally, there, there isn't a podcast unless we get the titles. <laughs> this, is, this is the yoke we've sort of, we've, we've, we've made for ourselves. Uh, is the, the ah. if, if you don't give us titles, it used, we used to be self-sufficient. <laughs> we used to be able to give each other titles, and then we'd just come up with the, you know, the, the pictures. But we've 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 done it now. You know, we've crossed yeah. that threshold. That sponge is wrung dry. <laughs> we, we can never go back. We can't go back. We need your pitch. We need your titles for us to continue pitching. So, shall we get on with some honourable mentions? Yeah, yeah. Let's get some get some honourable thy family mentions. Yes. Yeah, so uh, just. Just going to read some more titles out that people have given us on social media. Heard just pitch what those films would be as well before we move on to Bongus. <laughs> I've said it in like five different ways now, so it, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully it's germinating ideas in everyone's minds as to what it could be. <laughs> so from Reese Hell, we've got okay, time to bond. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Are we going to avoid the, the 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 obvious here? No, where... we're not. James okay. Bond has retired from being a spy because he has started a family. This is a film in which James Bond, right, gets yep. into a normal family film situation, camper van, whatever, all that stuff, but <laughs> yep. he has to use his James Bond skills all the time to like 
make it that, the, and the family never notice that he does any James Bond stuff. But it's how he, <laughs> it's how he keeps this whole thing rolling. I really yeah. like the idea of James Bond going to Q, and and Q's got this camper van. It's like. Do try to bring this one back this time, 007. <laughs> Do you know what? I always forget that Bond movies have cars in because they I hate them. They're boring. Um, yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> it's, <totally. laughs> it's like oh, the cool stuff is like the watch or the like. Oh, he's got a cool, you know. Oh, remember from Casino Royale where he had a defibrillator? That was really cool. What a gadget! <laughs> um, what a gadget! <laughs> yeah. Defibrillator. Just a normal uh, thing, a real thing that people need. We're going to make Bond more grounded. All right, we'll give him some gadgets, though. Defibrillator. <laughs> Can you tell I was a little disappointed with Casino Royale? <laughs> oh, he's just got a normal car, but it's expensive. And he's also got, in the glove box, a defibrillator. I really love Q walking him through this camper van and showing him all like there's a cooker, there's there's a fridge. <laughs> yeah, and it, it, with doing the, the same... whole display, but it is just a cooker and it's just a yeah. fridge. <laughs> it's like this car's got a cooker, a fridge. He's <laughs> like, don't touch that. That's my lunch. I made it on yeah. the cooker. That's the, the exact line. We can just take that exact line from Goldeneye. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I kind of like the idea that um, there's a problem this out, with it this. It becomes a bed. Yeah. And if you turn it upside down, now it's an ironing board. Clever, isn't it? <laughs> um, I like the idea that the pe- person who runs this campsite, there's like, like a problem, right? But it's like so. It's so. It's one of those really like middle class. I have a problem with this campsite owner right. problem. Like they're recycling wrong, or yeah. they they aren't they aren't um, putting lights in front of the um, in front of the toilet block so that you can trip over the um, yeah. you can trip like over the, the cables and stuff. The selection of sandwiches at the cafe is not robust yeah. enough for them. Yeah. Um, and so he goes like delving into the um, in, into the like he 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 breaks into the place where they run everything in the campsite, right? Mm. And it's just this one little tiny building, this one little tiny concrete building. But when he g- jumps in, it's empty. And when he, like, like he, he finds a little hatch in the floor and it's like, there's there's a security guard in there. And it's like, why is there a security <laughs> guard for all this? Uh, for It's just a campsite. And then it just, they get all the way there and it's like, and it goes through this whole layer Right, which is underneath the campsite, and it turns out it's literally just like the recycling center. Uh, it's just like a normal campsite thing. It's just big, <laughs> it's just <laughs> and, big. And, and heavily involved. So, so James Bond is is looking for trouble where there is none. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and he get you know he gets on his whatever it, whatever device it is he uses to contact Q. Like a mobile phone. Hey, this is the thing. Like, <laughs> like we do talk to people on our watches now. But so he gets on his watch and he goes like, "Q, it's just big. <laughs> it's just big." I just love how we ever we see other people also talking on their watches as well. Like, yeah. like he, he's he's pulled up next to this family who've got all the mod cons. They've got a better. Yeah. They've got a better camper van than he has. Like, and yeah. he's just like, oh. I think Q fit me out with a with a with a in in camper van shower. This is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> All I've got is a bed and a cooker. Why couldn't you get me me uh, an in camper van shower, Q? 
Austerity measures. <laughs> Austerity measures, but also I don't even know why I'm involving myself in your family ideas at all, Frank. <laughs> Q doesn't want to be involved in his family holiday. James Bond has phoned Q up and gone, "Can I get a camper van, Q? Fit it out with all, all the best, all the best gadgets and gear." And he's just, he just, Q's like, "Yes, Bond, we can definitely do this for you." And he's just got out and bought a camper van and made it look like he's done a load of stuff to it. Where and, and Bond is still amazed by the fact that there's a cooker in this camper van. I can write it off as an expense and I can pocket the change. Yeah, and, and Q's just off on his own holiday <laughs> while while James Bond and his family are uh, 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 camping next to this. It's, it's one of those movies where it, it's much like Deck the Halls in which James Bond hates the dad from this other family that's parked next to him because he's he's <laughs> yeah. gone and outdone him on on with everything and he's like oh well yeah. this is uh this is oh, I, I wish i i wish i he keeps on siphoning the power from their from their camper van mm. um i i i kind of like i i kind of like the idea that yeah the, this this guy has somehow beaten him on something right it's just mm. like it, it, it might be that, like, he thought he had the tallest tent and he didn't, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, and, 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 like, so the dad's, you know, got a taller tent than him or some, something like that, right? Or they've beaten him at football, the, the family football, they've beaten the Bonds, right? Yeah. And so yeah. he's like, well, this, this ground isn't flat. It's not level. This ground isn't level <laughs> at all. Uh, it says here in the brochure that this is a perfectly level football playing field, but it isn't. I'm going to prove it. So he goes and he's like... You know, he digs into the ground or he goes, he, he like g- goes into the sort of like, he wants to go into the records to make sure to find the engineering sort of reports that say it's not actually, that it's yeah. not actually level. Mm. Um, uh, but, you know, it ends up finding this huge cavernous lair, um, which at the end of which is just the campsite overseer who's just like, what are you doing down here? <laughs> I thought there was a, there was a supervillain's lair in in here but, uh, no. just uh no this is just this is just where just we recycling, uh, isn't it this is just where we uh nothing nothing weird here it was just where we moderate the uh the levelness of the football pl- pitch <laughs> and he's like what and he's like Constantly. look at that pit look at that piston we just mess it mess around whenever we want <laughs> just leave it back and forth brilliant <laughs> I knew it! To them, whenever a family is playing football, it's like a big game of Super Monkey Ball to this guy underground. (laughs) (laughs) And they just do it based on who's been nicer to him. Yeah. (laughs) Who's broken into his lair or not. Or uh, maybe maybe it's that you can pay. You can pay to to win football. Yeah. (laughs) It's just like... You pay them an extra. Only the only the sort of like luxury people get the get the bonus package, and nobody knows what the bonus package is. And Bond's like too 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 cheap to pay for the bonus package. What's uh, what's Bond like as a dad? I, I could imagine not very good, right? Like, Quite the, a, yeah, he's a handful. I should imagine. Yeah, like the, the kid trips over and he just makes a pun. Like it, it's yeah. yeah. Like doesn't yeah. <laughs> like breaks their arm and he just goes, oh, have a nice trip, yeah. uh, or like pushes them over or something like that. 
Yeah, because he, he hasn't been able to do a pun in a while, and yeah. he wants to do have a nice trip, so he sets <laughs> stuff up to trip up his kids. <laughs> he, he gets he gets into sort of a com- competition with the with the dad next door, and uh, and that they and he learns to to appreciate his family. I think that's the overarching plot of the movie, right? I think that there should be an ending to the film where it turns out that one of his kids is an international spy and not really a kid. (laughs) (laughs) And it's a really good spy because, like, they both parents remember the birth. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The, uh, The Russians infiltrated the womb. Um, oh my god! <laughs> yeah, uh, no time to die out soon. Um, <laughs> ho- well, hopefully, don't hold we your don't breath. Know. Yeah, has yeah. that not yeah. come out yet? No, no. The, the next Bond film is called "Don't Hold Your Breath." <laughs> 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 so, from fingers to hand, we've got skateboard Stan meets Steely Dan. <laughs> <laughs> the band okay. Steely Dan. Yes. I, I, is, I've now, never let's heard of just. Them. Oh, come on. Okay, well, there is a band. They're called Steely Dan. It's not a man. There's no man called Dan in Steely no. Dan. Yeah. So, um, Skateboard Who? Skateboard Stan. Stan. Okay, I'm just checking that's not also a band. <laughs> <laughs> like a weird crossover tour. Yeah. Okay, no, it isn't. So, Skateboard Stan. So, we do um, have a problem here, which is that. Despite having heard of the band Steely Dan, and I think I could even point out, if I heard it, one of their songs and go, that's it, that's by Steely Dan. I don't know anything else about Steely Dan, so I don't know. We're going to have to make up a band for this. And I know very little about the band Steely Dan, but I did spend all of last summer listening to one album by Steely Dan. Did you? Excellent. So you're at the top of the heap of Steely Dan knowers about us on this podcast. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Have you guys just... Made up. No Tom. You, have you guys no just... Tom. This is a real band. It's called Steely. It's quite an old band. I think they're from the seventies. Yeah, it's nineteen seventy-one. I want to say something like that. this. This happened to me with friends at school, where they convinced <laughs> me that there was a band called the Bolts, oh. and and sung other people's songs, but put the word Bolts into <laughs> the into the songs. Wow! And I didn't realise this until they started singing actual kinks lyrics and putting bolts right so it. up till that point you hadn't heard any of the songs before no. so you're like okay yeah that sounds like a yeah reasonable... I, yeah it sounds like a sounds like a band and then and then they went oh girl you really got me bolting and i was mm. like oh no no that's ridiculous yeah <laughs> that's that's silly so i, yeah. I, However, I get the feeling you guys are doing this to me again i feel is... as if now what we have is a reasonable premise for a band that we could start where mm. we do just sing other people's bands, but we use the word bolts. Skate, skateboard Stan. <laughs> I think I said them. we sing other people's bands. I, of course, meant songs. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, I'll, I'll tell you this for nothing, right? Um, Tom, you're, in, you're, you're lucky in, in many ways. Because yeah. anyone who hasn't heard the 1970, I want to say, five album Asia by mm. Steely Dan... Uh-huh. Is um, is a lucky a lucky person oh, why? because they get to experience oh. the, the the album Asia by Steely Dan. <laughs> that it statement is, was a roller coaster, Matt. Not gonna lie, it is <laughs> one of the best albums ever made. It is so good. So who's Skateboard Stan? Okay, so Skateboard Stan. So they're a good band then. That's that's where we're up to with that. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
Skateboard Stan? I mean, okay, there's only two options. Either it's just someone who skateboards a lot, or it is a Stan, you know, it's a, a an overbearing, insane fan of skateboards. <laughs> yeah, and then can I can I can I add a little extra wrinkle into this because uh, extra constraints can often you know help yeah. to focus our creativity. Sure, sure. We should say this is a family movie. Oh know? yes, yes. So like, is this gonna be a a a, a sort of like family like are uh, 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 is, is it gonna be the like skateboard Stan, a band, a person, who knows. Or a family. family. It could be a family. The skateboard stand family. Or an animated skateboard. Yes, I didn't think of that. Who (laughs) who meets bands that this is like one in one in many movies. Or 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 there was like a a kids TV show and it started as a it started as a series of books and then there's (laughs) this is the film. Okay, okay, hang on, hang on a minute. (laughs) I have I have a kind of idea here, which is to say, remember those movies about families going on holiday together or families who have to spend a lot of time together, Mm -hmm. and then they are juxtaposed with a very different family. Um uh a la Deck the Halls, a la um, as it cheaper by the dozen, like oh, there's loads of family movies yeah. where, like, and, I love um, the Simpsons with the with the Flanders, right? Uh, Meet us. the Robinsons. Us is one of them. Did yeah. Meet the Robinsons, so, like, the new one. I don't know. No. What's the um, movie called with the robots and the phones and the animated? Oh one yeah, uh, Mitchell's versus the machines. Mitchell's oh, versus the machines. Yes, that's the one. great yeah. example. So like, imagine one of those, like a comedy of errors. Oh, we're so dysfunctional. We're trying to live up to the uh, live up to this thing, right? Yeah. Mm. Except you have been accidentally. I say you, the point of view character, the protagonists, yeah. uh, skateboard stand, this band from a garage in in Chicago or something, um, like who've done nothing have been booked accidentally <laughs> on a, a, a Glastonbury style festival uh, with rock, uh, prog rock legend Steely Dan right. and they're doing like holiday activities <laughs> <laughs> it's like we don't pay attention to the, to the gigs at all, that's no, nothing no right? we never see it's that just, it's just the band culture stuff yeah. in the background <laughs> it's like, yeah. they're just like Steely oh, Dan. we're playing Steely Dan doesn't even get a song in the credits. Like, they never no, play no. As a note in the film. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. We can't afford them. Well, we no. just can't afford <laughs> them. They're, they're happy to turn up to act in the film. We just can't afford... There's a clause in the... Here's the thing, right? We wanted to do a film with Steely Dan, and their agent was all over it, but they were way too expensive. But the thing yeah. is, nobody had lo- lo- really looked at the small print in the contract that says that the fact that they're expensive is tied to their performance <laughs> fee. Yes, their yeah. performance fee. If we don't get them to do any music, then basically they're nearly but, free. And yeah. then yeah. what we can do, though, <laughs> is we can have them stand there like going a junk, a junk, a junk, miming on their guitars. And then just some other band, like the in house <laughs> band, will just play just the music have- to overlay over it. And there's yeah. nothing in their contract. They never thought anyone would ever do that. So there's nothing <laughs> in the contract to stop us from doing it. Because so, they're not performing. So like, we get a band to cover their music nope. while they play. No, not even. Oh, nope. No, they're not, not covering not their theirs. music. It's completely yeah. different music to what they're even miming doing. They're just... <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're not even... So there's... 
there's a close-up of the vocalist and there's yeah. not even any any yeah. words being sung. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's not even so moving his mouth. Time. He's not even he's... moving his mouth. He's just a close-up of him <laughs> stood stock still while somebody else sings a song. We just we just freeze frame on him with his mouth open, right? Yeah. Where, where, well, this music just plays. This yeah. full song plays out, and he's just got his mouth open like a, like he's a, like a, like a, like his mouth is a speaker. Yeah, but we use we, we use our effects people to like cut out the picture of him and just kind of dance it around <laughs> while, like, like while the music plays. Like fucking Brody Quest. Like, yeah, <laughs> exactly like Brody Quest. <laughs> so meanwhile and then we just cut to like a la the room them playing like beanbags or whatever they're trying to trying to, put, trying to throw beanbags in, in into, into a hole yeah yeah <laughs> yep. and then they're like oh no we're never gonna match up to the great to, to the rock legends uh steely dan, steely dan. And it's like listen mate we're skateboard stan we can do this <laughs> So and there's like and they I don't know Steely Dan I don't know if they ever like did drugs or or whatever but they're all like Must they're all done, like going on super rock benders or whatever you know they're yeah. sort of like they're, they're, they're going oh, on these... oh I've had an idea I've had an idea we never yeah. you, you know all that stuff about cutting them out and putting other music over we do that yeah but it isn't because the band in the story Steely Dan the band are performing what it is is that there's loads of montage sequences in this film and in yeah. each one it's to the music of one or other of the two bands involved in it so there'll be mm. a beach uh like scene where your beach volleyball or whatever there'll be something yeah. like that and in the background you know there's steely dan playing their instruments and it'll cut but but they're not and it's other music <laughs> but then that also happens when they're when the band steely dan are going on a 1970s drugs bender and yeah. in that instance, Skateboard Stan are doing the music for the montage. And, their, yeah. and yeah. their music is really like, you know, the Archies type thing. It's like really mm. sort of, you know, 60s cartoon series animated band montage type stuff. Um, yeah. right. In fact, no, they, they both are. They are an animated band. It's yeah. a live action movie. They They're are animated. an animated band. Yes. <laughs> okay. Correct. The rest of the film is live action. But they are, an, it's like uh, Space Jam. They're, they're <laughs> now, an animated band. I don't like Space Jam, so I'm going to change it to this. They're all animated. Steely Dan are showing up the way real bands used to show up in like 60s cartoons by Hanna-Barbera. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So where You know when a band would show up on Scooby-Doo and it's like, oh, it's that band. And they're drawn like oddly realistic compared to everyone mm -hmm. else in the cartoon. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But when they perform music for the montage, then it cuts to live action of them incorrectly yep. doing the wrong music. <laughs> because we've got that footage now. We've got to use it. Mm -hmm. This is the I most think... incredible art movie. Yeah. Uh, this is a movie con conceived and like begun production at a music festival. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's 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 inconsistent in art style because we had to get new artists halfway through. Yeah. Like it's um I think I think and so, like, and so in the footage of Steely Dan performing the wrong songs, the cameraman is constantly pushed away by bouncers. <laughs> Cause they're not allowed to yes. film this performance. Yeah. But and I, I love the idea of like, oh, we've not got enough footage for a feature length movie. Well, yeah. we'll just get someone to draw the rest. Uh, draw it on the way home on the yeah. tour bus. 
Yeah, literally on the tour bus. They, there's someone clinging to the outside of the tour bus, painting a frame on the side of the bus, and then they like reach a camera out, take a photo of that, wipe it off, <laughs> draw the next frame. <laughs> While the bus is driving, yeah, <laughs> just like they, it's yeah. just a really scroll they, squiggly. Yeah, so like, animation. what they did, what they did was they painted it on the on the tour bus, and then they had the, uh, the but they made them perfectly spaced out. Yeah, so that if the if the bus went at thirty miles an yeah. hour roundabout, they could just film one one position. Yeah, and it would go around like a, one of those like cinema. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, the bus drives at twenty four miles an hour, and so there's just a series of cameras lined up on another on yeah. another tour bus. They've got people <laughs> in every window with a normal camera. And they go, three, two, one, click. And click. as it goes by... And so, as they're doing this, every frame... It's very limited animation. Like, there's, there's, <laughs> there's only a few frames of the characters, and sometimes their mouths are open or closed or whatever. Yep. And every frame has a really blurry background, b- apart from the shape <laughs> of the bus that it's drawn onto. Um, but I think, like, in terms of, like, the family movie <laughs> framing of this, yeah. we have... Um, like, I-, I think we have these moments where they're, like, comparing each other. So one of them goes off into a tent and does, like, you know, drugs with a shaman or something. And then, like, um, they, 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 but, uh, what's it, Skateboard Stan are like, oh, we got to do something cool like that. Like, 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 you know, like bands do, like, like cool rock bands do at a, a festival that we're booked for. And so they go into the nearest uh, tent, but the nearest tent is, like, the, uh, the, the medical tent. <laughs> or like it's uh, they're, they're just like oh yeah give Look me some of those paracetamol yeah. um <laughs> whoa <laughs> i'm dripping on paracetamol oh everything <laughs> looks normal whoa <laughs> or like i don't know they they end up in like uh, it, it, they end up in the yoga tent and they're just like you know get caught up in this big Yo, that's a thing, by the way, <laughs> for music festivals, a yoga tent, I promise. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I just feel like you you can have lots of these sort of like, one band is doing a really stereotypical, you know, Steely Dan are doing the really stereotypical, whoa, we're, we're crazy, uh, you know, 70s rock yeah. uh, gods crazy out, on, guys. Out, on, out on tour. Um, yeah. Crazy guys. Um, and um, the other are just getting it slightly wrong and ending up showing themselves up and stuff. Um, and you know you have that classic family movie trope where they're like oh we've got all these photos and Steely Dan comes to them and we'll be like oh whoa you had a really great time and uh, and they're like what do you mean and it's like oh we've got all these these photos of you and mm. when you were like yeah. you know m- remember that time you absolutely trashed that medical tent and that yeah. was great fun uh, you had an absolutely wild time and, uh, and, and Steely Dan are like our skateboard stand's biggest fans yes yeah. <laughs> As a result of this misadventure. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. A cinematic nightmare, and not in a good way. Empire. And then <laughs> the ending of the film is that Steely Dan are so impressed that they let they do a joint concert and they all become one big band and they perform with them. And so the final shot is of these <laughs> this oh, this badly animated band and then this set of still photos wiggling about <laughs> <laughs> on the stage well, together. Well, um, what's his name? Uh, God, the um, 
Well, well, while royalty-free music plays. In the oh, background. what is his <laughs> name? Kevin What's his? Yes. Kevin McLeod. Yeah. <laughs> music by Kevin McLeod. Like that is the first credit you see. And so, like the guy, the the guy with the drumsticks, the drummer uh, is one of the things that you might call that. Goes, let's rock! <laughs> click, 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 and they all start, and it's like. Because that's it. That's all they could get. Music from royaltyfreemusic.com or something like that at the end. <laughs> oh, every as soon as you start singing that, I was like, "Yep, oh, there we go." I'm just thinking of every every cheaply made video I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. All right, so those are all our honourable mentions. Thank you to everyone who's given us titles this week. Uh, you can find us on facebook.com forward slash Life's a Pitch Podcast and on Twitter at Life's a Pitch Show to give us film titles that we will pitch on the show. So now we move on to our final major pitch. From Riley, we've got Bongus. <laughs> All right, Dave, CEO of the Life's Pitch podcast. Yeah, you 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 seem, seem to have a bee in your bonnet right at the start of the uh, right at the start of the podcast. It it's clear to me what this is. Bongus <laughs> is one of those films where a wacky alien joins the family and they <laughs> and they have to either you know like do a com- combination of protect it survive its shenanigans and then you know it's it's a, it, it's one of those et ripoffs it's a mac and yeah. me or whatever bongus okay yeah but the difference is that <laughs> bongus is like just the singularly <laughs> most irritating little bastard that's ever existed <laughs> on earth so and 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 so 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 very much like that um uh, what's it called extinct that's gone out up on Amazon Prime with those just irritating hamsters that, that just have holes in the middle that's the yeah. whole premise of that thing oh um, yeah uh, a little bit like that um it's just like this is the most irritating creature on 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 god's green earth um yeah. the uh i i do think though uh whenever i think it's going to be one of these kind of dreamworks situations where like yeah. One of the jokes is going to be very much like, oh, we're having a party and doing a dance party because you've got to have a, mi- a bit where like they, there's a, they're in a room and mm-hmm. then there's a closet and mm-hmm. you hear this. <laughs> and then the door opens and Dizzy Rascal is there with, yep. with this little alien going bongus. Uh, and uh, it's it's they, but, he's re-recorded bonkers, except for, for with, definitely with the alien of who's going course. Angus. Yeah, so no, definitely we're doing that, and we've <laughs> we've got our ending there, right? We've got we've got how this film ends. Well, and the okay. Start so the, the thrust of this film is you've seen these films before, right? An interesting creature comes to Earth. It joins this family, and at first they're like, what is this? But then they learn to love it, and eventually they protect it, and it's a member of their family. Mm-hmm. That doesn't happen in this film. Mm-hmm. This this thing is the worst. Everybody hates Bongus, and you should hate Bongus. There's no sympathy. At no point does the audience care about Bongus at all. Everyone watching the film and everyone in the film wants Bongus to be killed. And so it's a film in which the protagonists must kill Bongus, because Bongus... <laughs> Bongus is awful, a horrible, <laughs> awful, awful little bastard who's come in 
<laughs> and it's I, just the worst. I well, love the idea it? of the opening of this movie being almost a shot-for-shot remake of E.T. Yeah. Mm. Except when E.T. wanders off, right, we cut to the other aliens going, oh, he's... He's gone. He's gone. Mm. <laughs> Let's get going. Yeah. Let's fuck off. Like, That's we what can leave him e. here. He's, he's that is what problem That's now. what happened in E.T. We just didn't speak E.T. language, so we didn't yeah. know that that's what happened. Exactly. I kind of I kind of like the idea that um, it's not that they have to kill Bungus. It's that they're trying to do the classical thing of getting the materials and, 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 and stuff together to get bongus home yeah, yeah. it's always been find yeah. a way to get bongus to uh, to go home but in this case it's like trying to get rid of someone who's come around to your house and doesn't respect your time yeah exactly exactly <laughs> and and like the the ultimately at the end you find out that there isn't a home for him to go like there are no other bonguses but he <laughs> he is just from earth and he's just a horrible little thing that lives in a house and like and it's protected by law as well it turns out that like yeah no <laughs> When a bongus turns up, it's like bats. When a bongus turns up in your house, you're not allowed to evict it. That is just yeah. the bongus's house now. It's got it's got um, intergalactic diplomatic immunity. You can't yeah. you can't touch it. You can't do anything to it. No, it's, but he's just annoying. Or there'll be a war. Okay, I take it back. There are other bonguses. There is a planet of bonguses. They hate bongus so much that they've signed an intergalactic treaty that means we're never allowed to send bongus back to their planet. <laughs> yeah. And so, and the Earth side of that treaty is that whoever ends up with Bongus is stuck with Bongus. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and has to involve point, nobody else. And at some point, we get the men in black involved. And, like, when they're yeah. trying to get rid of Bongus, the men, like, Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones turn up and just go, Yeah. You, you, like, you literally can't get rid of this guy. Like, yeah. if you, if you kill it or try to send it back or, like, or just, lose it in the Grand Canyon in inverted commas <laughs> we will have an intergalactic war on our hands one that we won't be able to win the, yeah. the Bongus aliens yeah. are and in- they ha- yeah they can't kill Bongus they have to protect Bongus because the Bonguses are keeping track of if Bongus is alive or not they want him well they want him alive but they just don't want him <laughs> well maybe maybe like it's maybe he's like a prince Right? Yeah. Who's on, on a bit of a holiday. He's like, instead of it being like wherever he ends up, it kind of is, but yeah. it's very much like a, he is the prince of this intergalactic empire. Yeah. And it, well, uh, it's the prince of this intergalactic, this intergalactic is... empire. And, and it just wants to, it's doing tourism, right? Mm-hmm. But in the most annoying way possible. But if you do anything to a, like, to stop it, send it anywhere that it doesn't want to be, then immediately intergalactic war. Exactly. And at some point in the film, we, we will address, we'll, we'll bring up the fact that this is the exact arrangement. Any American listeners actually listening to the podcast might not know this. This is the arrangement we have with America and James Corden. <laughs> <laughs> oh my yeah. God. He's, he, is a, yes. he is an annoying <laughs> prince that if he, he gets to go wherever he wants... Yep. But if you do anything to send him back... If you do anything to stop him or send him back, then you're toast. Yeah. Yeah. If you try to send him back, there will be a war which we will win. Like, yeah. we... For whatever reason, we can't really explain why, but we will win that war. Well, this is, well, this the, is the, the thing, thing is... right? I, I came up with the idea that 
the the reason the Bongus aliens will win this war is because they have come up with increasingly increasingly more Looney Tunes Wile Coyote style ways of yeah. killing Bongus, which have all failed, but are all incredibly <laughs> powerful weapons. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, they so raised their, their civilization their, to the ground. Yeah. yeah, on their home planet, there was a a whole like civilizations have risen and fall uh, fallen. In the in the in the wily coyote sort of like uh, natural selection dynamic, but the technology has gotten better and better and better to the point where they everyone on the planet was sure this next one was going to work because yeah. they'd all worked on it, they'd all had a hand in it, and then they were just like, right, fine, you win. If you can't beat him, join him. You're the you're the king now. Uh, where do you want to go next? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then and then like the the whole this whole sort of secretive council are like we can just. We can just get rid of him on Earth. <laughs> we, can, him. we can just leave him there. There's no way back. That they haven't got rockets that can get to our yeah. planet. Let's just let's just leave him in this backwater planet. We'll we'll tell them. We'll tell him that they really love him there, and he gets yeah. to have the, like the jobs that he wants and stuff, and he gets to do what he wants. And we'll tell him. And we the, yeah. <laughs> and we'll t- we'll tell him that everyone there loves him, and it'll be the law that they have to keep that charade up so that he continues to believe it. So like it or not. <laughs> Bongus is here to stay. Yes, yes. yeah. And he, this, <laughs> I really and like. His, and his, his capers are only, you know, are are, are things like collaborating with Will I Am and Dizzy Rascal to make <laughs> yeah. annoying, annoying he music. That's just, like that, yeah. just like the music that we kind of liked for a bit, then got bored of, and then re-releasing it. You know, mm. re-releasing it, but worse. Mm-hmm. Um, which is actually the most offensive form of music. You can make bad music <laughs> if it's new, right? Right, yeah. But if, you, if yeah, you're just yeah. remaking music that you only kind of liked at first, right. and now you've do- you're done worse. with, and then you remake it again with Will I Am, then um, you are, you're, you're committing the cardinal sin of music, uh, which is what Bongus is really into. Yeah. It's his favourite is- sort of music. I know we've mentioned James Corden. He really likes the album Smurfs Go Pop. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I was thinking of uh, of just parodying a scene from E.T. You know where he, Elliot throws a baseball into this shed and the baseball yeah. comes back. He could throw the baseball into the shed and Bongus would go, Hey! I'm trying to jam in here! And then just plays Smurfs Go Pop really yeah. loud. Which wakes up all the neighbours and the kids. Yeah. My like, what? My my idea of by the way that that ET scene mm. just as a, as a quick aside is is literally just that Elliot throws a baseball into the into the shed. It hits ET on the forehead, <laughs> um, thocks in a, like a little crater, yeah. and then just slowly. And then bounces back. Like yeah. ET does nothing there. Yeah. He just Elliot just threw a ball at ET's head. That's it. Ouch. You never think about Ouch. what ET must have smelt like. No, but now I won't be able to not. No. Because he's all I dunno, he's all shiny and I reckon he wrinkly. smells of damp Naked plants. And, yeah. 
damp It's the wrinkles. Wood. The wrinkles have got to have some kind of moisture retention and just sort of like yeah. a, a smell's going to generate from there. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not going to be a normal smell. It's not going to be like body odor or whatever. It's going to be no. something alien. Well, just mm. a smell will generate from that. Yeah. And, and actually, what's one of the things with Bongus as well is the smell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh yeah. That's one <laughs> of the smells of key things trash. about Bongus. Yeah. So we've mentioned James Corden, right? Yeah. Who is playing Bongus? Because it's not James Corden. Why not? We don't, yes, it is. We don't want him in this movie. We, 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 just don't, Gordon... we don't want to give him work. No, yeah. we don't want him in this movie, but remember the arrangement. We've got to put him in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, no, he does have... I can't this, wait this... to make this poster. <laughs> <laughs> just... No one will get what's going on. It'll just be the word bongus for the picture of James Corden. <laughs> yeah, just whatever the most annoying picture of James Corden you can find. It's just find a picture it. of James Corden with Shrek ears on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's bongus. I just really love the idea of bongus holding up traffic to sing Beyonce at the loudest. Do you know what? You found volume. it. That, that shot of him holding up traffic and doing pelvic thrusts into some innocent person's phone. That's the most <laughs> annoying picture of James Corden. You're right. I I love I love how that was promotion for the new Cinderella movie he's in, but it could also be promotion for Bongus. Yes. That could be a scene from Bongus. Yeah, I think yeah. that's I think Bongus I think the appearance of Bongus is just James Corden in some kind of fursuit. Like just <laughs> I don't mean a fursy. I don't mean like at the furry console. I mean like, what do I mean? A onesie. What are they called? Where yeah, it's got yeah, hood yeah. and animal ears yeah. and that. Yeah. That's all bongus flipping is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it isn't animal ears. It is Shrek ears. It's got to be those little trumpets. Yeah. I guess that's a bit, it seems a bit too meme for me. Like, I feel as if James Corden would wear Shrek. Wait a minute. And so that's what it should be. Because yep, that's yep, the yep. most annoying thing that James that's, Corden That's what I do. mean. You know, it's just yeah. got to be the, the lowest effort, most annoying. Most annoying. So it's thing. James Corden in yeah. a one-piece Shrek costume. In Shrek pyjamas with a hood and Shrek ears. Other than that, it's just James Corden just being as annoying as he can. So... <laughs> And that, the film is that that has to live in your house if it wants to. (laughs) (laughs) That's the film. (laughs) So, like, he's infiltrated this family. The family have then been told by Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones uh, that they can't can't get rid of Bongus. Like, Bongus is in the house. I think, I think he should... Make his way into the car. And oh, and that's a line as well. He shouts, Bongus is in the house! As if it was (laughs) 20 years ago. And he was. As if if he was in an annoying film 20 years ago that was a bit Hello, Fellow Kids. That That is the tagline of the movie. Bongus is in the house. He's in the house and he ain't leaving. So, in terms of an arc for this movie, because I don't think we necessarily want. Even if. This movie is a parody of itself, right? Even if this movie is like, hey, we came up with the most annoying things. It's about the most annoying person. The family, from their perspective, they're being annoyed. Otherwise, this doesn't work. Oh, they're not just being annoyed. They are at the edge of despair. They, their side of this film, James Corden's side of this film is like, you know, one of those, one of those films, like the Sonic movie or whatever. But 
the family's side of the film is an ultra serious drama. It's like it's really realistic and naturalistic and down to earth, and it's about the 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 despair of this family that's crumbling. There's a suicide. Like it's really serious. It's a very 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 hard hitting film. That's like, do you know what I mean? It's it's yeah, one. It's it's, it's a traumatizing film just to watch. It's Spielberg. And is during what it, is. it is James Corden being like ah ah. And and just jumping around <laughs> and being one of those animated Sonic the Hedgehog characters. That's what this film is. Like, I, I love the scene where the mum is going to work. She's just sort of having having a calm time in the car before she sets off. Like, yeah. she, she bursts into tears crying and then starts the engine. And then James Gordon pops up from, from the back seat and goes, Carpool Karaoke! Yes! And then... <laughs> yes! And then starts uh, starts singing um, Justin Bieber really, really loudly into yeah. the ear of the mum. And she's just crying, yeah. crying. And it slowly zooms in on her. Like, as, <laughs> as she's driving... Like it's it's those sort of dash cam cameras, but it slowly zooms in on her as he is bouncing around the other bit parts of the car, <laughs> uh, like just singing uh, different you know what? songs. I've now I think I've now reached the point where I'm uncomfortable with this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we should make this film. I think we should. I think we should shelve this. <laughs> I think. I think. Here's the thing. Okay. In, in accordance with that fairly dark, dismal view of this, yeah, I wish I had. Life, I wish I hadn't said that. <laughs> no, no, I I agree because what it, yeah. the end of this film for, to me at least is obvious. Okay. The family just decide that an intergalactic war where the world, where the Earth is wiped out is worth it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. They just decide. You know what? It's worth it. Yeah. Like it's... we'll we'll so we're they, sending him back. They actually like they like are on the side of the aliens as well. So like they organize the war, they set it up, they they push him out of the house, they say you're not allowed to live here, and then they immediately do a deal with the aliens where it's like Yeah. You're allowed like the aliens destroy everyone else except them. <laughs> Their house remains standing in this <laughs> okay. in this alien society. And it's paradise as well. It, like, yeah. everything that's wrong with the human race is ended. And there's this paradise alien race. Except their king is bongus. But, like, whatever. Like, our... <laughs> yeah. Look, our king is bongus. That's not... <laughs> that's not... That's not unusual. We can get on with our lives if we can block off... If we can just yeah. turn off the what's trending or whatever on Twitter. Like, we can... Yeah. Temporarily, until it all falls apart, we can ignore that our king is bongus right now. So these people do this as well. The alien society they live in is otherwise great. Mm. Yeah. And they're the it's only about humans coping. left on Earth. It's about coping. I think it is like... I Honestly, for me, I, I think if, if I was directing this, I would end the movie... Exactly as the motherships descended over over Earth, mm. yeah. like we know they're going to destroy it. We know that it's going to be awful. But for now, all they've done is sent a rocket into space with with Bongus on, right? All they've done is transgressed that one thing. But for now, they're all sat there smiling in their living room, 
with the silence as outside these huge motherships pull pull up uh, out of the window. You can see them just glassing the planet, but they're <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> yeah. just bang, like, like Independence Day style destruction, and then just like. Uh, we we get clips from Independence Day, just every explosion <laughs> in Independence Day, and just montage it in with his family just breathing sighs of relief. Yeah, and it's like I can I can manage it if I can manage death. I can manage the world being destroyed because I've been driven this far. I just need to cope. I just yeah. couldn't manage Bongus. <laughs> um, I, I love how we've. I love how this film will will enter a new uh, word into the urban dictionary, bongus, to describe to describe someone that is incredibly annoying that you can't seem to get rid of. For example, <laughs> James Corden. Oh yeah, he's bongus. He's a bongus. He's a proper bongus. What an absolute bongus. <laughs> and and but a person who there's no other explanation. I've already look. I mean, I've already accidentally there made the allusion to our current prime minister, whose name and appearance are quite close to what we're talking about. Who <laughs> <laughs> oh, bongus Johnson? And the only explanation for why we haven't like kicked him out of our house is this. <laughs> this is the only explanation. Yeah, it would cause an intergalactic war. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, that's, that's too political for this podcast. So I don't. I'm. I. You know. I. I regret this whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> like Bongus, it will never go away. <laughs> <laughs> the haunting us for the rest of our days. It's on the feed now. <laughs> <laughs> so there we are. That was Bongus, starring James Gordon and a family. Um, <laughs> It doesn't matter which one. It's yours. Your family, yeah. listener. Yeah, it's your family. Just imagine your family in bongos. Breathing a sigh of relief as the world ends. <laughs> and you, listener, you're bongus. <laughs> so, That's very cruel. Yeah, it is. Again, I take it back. That is, as, as I heard it coming out, it's like, wait a minute, that's horrible. <laughs> So, thank you, Riley, for Bongus. Um, remember, you can give us titles if you want to have yours uh, pitched on the show. You can go to facebook.com forward slash Life's a Pitch Podcast or Twitter at Life's a Pitch Show as well. Thank you, Dave, for coming back on the show and uh, and, and helping us to pitch some family movies. Yes, if, if, if that counts as help. If what I did today was help something, then thanks. Yeah, you, that's fine. You helped us create a podcast. Whether you helped anyone else in any other way, yeah. we'll, we, we'll leave up to them. Yeah, I'm partially uh, to blame for there being a podcast. Um, but thank you for coming on. Uh, where can people find you when they uh, eventually go looking for your uh, work? I've got my own podcast. There's two of them. One of them is called Sonic the Comic, the podcast in which I and Chris McFeely from Transformers The Basics on YouTube... Uh, analyze and go over one issue per episode the 90s UK Sonic the Hedgehog comic which is itself a sort of a portal into the past and we talk about what it was like to live in those days and be children at that time in what was still the early days of the existence of Sonic the Hedgehog so if you have any passing interest in any of that 
uh, you'll enjoy that podcast. Another one is Serious Disney's that I do with Jahan Ranasing, which is where we talk about Disney films, particularly we give the time of day. To- Matt, what was the phrase you said that was the definitive one? Good faith, good faith reviews. We give good faith analysis and reviews of those awful remakes that Disney keeps making of their animated things in live action. Um, we treat them as if they're worthy of discussion and we sometimes find that they're all right and then other times we find that no they're just as bad as everybody thinks so that is serious disney and sonic the comic the podcast and i am at demon tomato dave on twitter and youtube and patreon but you know <laughs> Go, go and listen to those podcasts. But if you like this podcast, then please uh, share it with your friends um, because that's how this podcast gets uh, you know, spread around. We don't have any marketing or anything like that. Uh, but what you can do if you want to get us to the point where we can afford marketing, which is, you know, a long shot, let's be honest, <laughs> um, uh, is uh, you go over to patreon.com forward slash Life's a Pitch podcast where you can get, um, you can vote on the genre each week. You can uh, get all kinds of bonus features and, and bits and bobs if you just give us a little bit of money each month to help the podcast keep going. Um, and uh, better yet, you get your name read out on the show, which is to say these incredibly real people. Brandon Spanky Mills, Ross Originals, Mix Bisque, we're getting a warning through through the podcast Echoes, Beware 400, see you in the 80s. Jeremy Elkayam, Stephen D. Thomas, ask not what your country can, can do for you, ask what you can kill with an Eldar death squad. <laughs> Fingers to hand. Prima, excuse me, Pima Trimestrime. What if we just tax name jumbling? James Delaney. And that's it. Thanks to everyone who donated. This team is still missing a muse. Quickly grab me a random name. Brent Black. He'll do. Dial him in and ask him to do something about 400. The Weeping Crispy Husk. It's what's for breakfast. Frankly, this name thing is getting silly. We need more normal names like Joseph Hegarty. Come on, team. 400 is approaching, and we've just been vibing. Bisque. I like a lobster bisque. Me pantis. My pants. Gone. Reduced to atoms. Okay, Bisque Avengers, the, the original start date of the Bisque p- crisis has passed. I think we're winning. Alex NSFW. They've sent a Bisque back in time to kill the Bisque Avengers mums. What now? I had to make a second Patreon account just to participate in this stupid ARG. All right, gang, back to the 80s we go. Our mums need us. Matt complained this was getting incoherent. I don't know what he could possibly mean. <laughs> Matt, this theme song is great for the podcast, but should we mess around with it a bit? Something a bit more 80s? Captain Eden, the queer buccaneer. Continuing this story is stretching the limits of my creativity. And Tom, I'm not messing around with the intro music, but I'll put, put on a Vaporwave outro if that'll keep you happy. So that's all the people... Uh, all the people who uh, donate to the podcast through Patreon. Um, thank you, everyone over there. Hope you are enjoying your bonus pitches every week and voting on the genre and all that business. Uh, I'm sure they are. Um, thank you. <laughs> I'm, I am bowled over by the and that's it one. That, I don't know why I'm so impressed by that. <laughs> I love how it's like almost halfway through that list as well like it's, yeah yeah you've got so much more to do no not that. even halfway <laughs> it's not even halfway yeah. it's like the fourth one or something brilliant <laughs> <laughs> you've got to manufacture a pause in there but you know it's uh 
I fell for it, 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 it. I fell for it. I thought that was it. I thought everyone had dropped off the Patreon for some reason. So thank you to everyone on our Patreon list there. We end the show as we always do with the Yes, Very Clever Award, which this week goes to all the webs of stage who's given us House Unsupervised. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> Hang on. Uh, yeah. um, it's too clever. Home okay. uh, alone. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. And oh. I've been Tom McGrath. I've been Matt Turner. I've been Dave Bulmer. And hey, <laughs> you should. <gasps> Oh, and this is my new directive as CEO of Life's a Bitch Podcast. You must all remember who bitched. <laughs> <laughs>